Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you guys saw Jose, just a standard picture of Jose, you wouldn't necessarily think that he's deadlifting 440 pounds. I'm five foot five, guys. This is no fucking <laughs> joke. You have it on TikTok. He's got these deadlift videos on TikTok and he'll occasionally tag me and I'm, I'm just like, holy <laughs> Jose, that's crazy, man. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji. If you guys are watching during the uh, premiere on Monday, uh, sound off in the live chat. You know, sometimes I'm in there while I'm, you know, while I'm editing videos and stuff like that. Um, Follow me on social media. Links are in the description. If you guys send a super chat, I won't be able to show it because this isn't live. But if you send a super chat during these episodes, I'll be sure to give you a shout out on social media. Get on the email list, list list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers, right? If you like those stickers, they're also available as merch as well, merch.comeonmanpod.com. This one's not available as a sticker. Oh, you know what? I just ordered some Rule Zero stickers to add to this uh, freebie giveaway. So uh, those haven't arrived yet, but if if you sign up for the email list in the upcoming weeks, it'll it'll be available. Just, Just keep an ear out for that. But otherwise, if you get on the list now, you get a free PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words, which you need because women are looking at messages through the preview pane. So get on the email list and uh, you can get that PDF. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. I've gotten nothing but great feedback on it. It's a mindset course. And once you get your mind right, everything else tends to fall into place. And if you join the Patreon, you get it for 25% off for the rest of the month. Is this going out? Is this, I'm, I'm looking at my, uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh my God, today, today, if you guys are, are watching this, this is uh, July 31st. This is the last day to get it for 25% off, okay? This is the last day, all right? If you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, you, you missed the boat. You missed the boat. You guys waited too long. Um, but either way, get on the Patreon, right? Because I offer monthly happy hour hangouts for tier for tier one and above and exclusive access to my group telegram telegram group, my private telegram group. Um, and that's for tier one and above as well. If you guys want some kind of one-on-one coaching, that's tier two or tier three. Tier three is full. So, but there's still two seats left in tier two. But most people, if you just want to do the happy hour hangout, right, which is a good place for guys to get together and, and just talk about guy stuff. A lot of guys don't have that as an outlet. I'll, I'll play a commercial for that. Uh, but before I do, let me tell you about my guest this week. My guest this week is my 3% brother from, from Chile. His name is Jose Sphere. So, you know, mind the accent. Actually, his English is pretty damn good. He's pretty self-conscious about his English, but it's really good. It's really good. He has his own podcast. I don't know if he's been on it in a while. It's called 1% Better. Uh, 
you know, whatever. I think it's like uh, uno, uno percento mior or something like that. I don't speak Spanish. And uh, he's also like his story is actually pretty funny. He's, he's one of those guys, too, that loves wrestling and MMA. And he's he tags me in every goddamn like WWE post, every WWE meme or whatever. And sometimes like I can't watch a pay-per-view right away and he'll like tag me in something and totally spoil it for me. Uh, but I love him. I love him. He's uh, he's got a good story. It was, it was fun catching up with him. I'll bring you that right after this. But let me let me play you this. So this is a TikTok. I played it last week. Right. This is a TikTok I made for the to promote the the happy hour hangout. Right. And it really is gets to the core of what I'm trying to do. OK. A lot of guys, they, they just have no outlet to, to talk to other guys. Right. A lot of guys don't have any good guy friends and it's so important for our mental health. So let me play that. There's no real good calls to action that makes sense in uh, YouTube or podcast format. So just remember to go to patreon.com slash come on man pod to sign up. The link's also in the description. So let's check this out need other men men need a good group of other men that they can go to when they have problems a lot of men don't have this available to them they dump all their problems on their wife or their girlfriend and their wife or their girlfriend ends up leaving them eventually that's because these women start to lose attraction for these men despite what women say women don't care about men's struggles women think they care and they may even want to care but biology won't let them care. That's why I offer a monthly happy hour hangout for men to get together and talk about guy stuff. It's a place where men can get together and get stuff off their chest without having to worry about offending women because women aren't invited. Join my Patreon now. The link is in the bio. If you've been looking to connect with other like-minded men, here's your shot, brother. Here's your shot, guys. Like I said, uh, the link is in the description, or you can go to patreon.com slash come on man pod. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. And here's Jose. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, returning to the podcast is me, hermano de otra madre, my 3% <laughs> brother, Jose. This is his three, or his third time on the podcast. What's going on with you, cabrón? Oh man, I mean, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, it's been a while without me appearing here. Uh, I've seen your growth. I follow you on social media, of what you're posting. And I want to shout out the title as well, of the manuscript title. Oh, you want a shot? <laughs> you want a shot? I want a shot of the title. You want a shot at the yeah. World Manosphere Championship? World Manosphere Championship. But well, you're going to have to get in line, Cabron. <laughs> Glenn Lawrence is the number one contender right now, and there's a whole bunch of jabronis that are lining up for him, man. They, no, they all, everybody title. wants a shot at the title. <laughs> everybody but this is the shot. main event. This is the main event, bitches. <laughs> it, it will be. It will be. God damn no, I mean, for, for those who don't know, my accent sounds really weird because, well, I'm not uh, American. My English is my, actually my second language. 
I'm from Chile. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a small country. Well, it's a long country uh, down south, South America. And uh, as well, it's a shit show, just like every country. But um, life is good, man. I can't complain. Can't complain. No one will. No one cares anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so first question, Jose. At the time of this recording, WWE's Money in the Bank was on last night. Did you watch it? Yeah. 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 Did you? Watch <laughs> oh man, I want. I wanted LA Knight to win that so bad, dude. Yeah, it, the, uh, the crowd did too. The crowd was. Yeah fired up man but no they're they're pushing damian priest they're they're pushing that well, that jabroni actually well, i like uh, damian priest too but well I, I don't complain he's latino as me so w latinos i guess <laughs> but <laughs> but i mean I, I don't complain because i i can i i mean i don't get well what i do get but it's kind of interesting the fact that la night is so hot man so fucking hot. I mean, he has a mic like his mic is beautiful, man. The way he talks, the way he trash talks. I mean, it's beautiful, man. Did you did you uh, watch him when he was in Impact Wrestling? No, no. I just realized. I mean, uh, I recently just uh, watched videos of him in, in Impact. I mean, it, it was a wasted opportunity for them. It, he could be like the the next Rock or steve austin there but yeah. well impact's gonna impact <laughs> well impact did uh let's see they made him the the king of the mountain champion at one point and I, title and i yeah I don't, he never he never had the the world title there though he was the world the world champion but as his word because he wasn't interviewed by chris van bleed van bleed yeah i don't i don't know how to say his name chris van but, bleed, yeah yeah, and he said that, I mean, it was a, 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 I would say a goal, but three people were watching the show. So, yeah, yeah. It's like a nothing championship. You're but the it was, it, he, he was so good. He was so good in Impact. And he was essentially the same character, if you guys didn't know this. Yeah. In, in Impact Wrestling, he was Eli Drake. Yeah. Yeah, like this, he was the same guy, but yeah. uh, and then when they brought him to NXT, they changed his name to LA Knight, which kind of pissed me off because I hate that WWE does that. But he is the same character. Mm -hmm. But then when they brought him up to the main roster, they made him Max Dupree or whatever, yeah. was it. and that just killed his momentum because he was, it, you know, thank God that that Triple H took back over creative and just mm -hmm. like said, wiped out all of Vince's bullshit and brought mm -hmm. him back. That was well, awesome. Well, Vince is still Vince. He's still in charge. Oh, I know. Yeah. But did you yeah. hear, did you, uh, was it you that tagged me in the article about how uh, Triple H and, and, uh, and uh, Shawn Michaels are, are getting around Vince's bullshit? I mean, Triple H is, he started booking by learning from Vince because he, Triple H has his first mistakes was, for example, bringing Sin Cara. They mm -hmm. never, he never adapted to the WWE system. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, Triple H, he knows Vince for like forever. So maybe he knows because even you have you have watched the interviews. Some wrestlers know how to convince Vince uh, how to do stuff. Yeah. You know, for example, Jericho. Uh, there is an interview of Cody Rose. I mean, he's an amazing storyteller. Mm -hmm. He was telling a story about 
uh, how Rey Mysterio wanted to work with him. Yeah. And like he was like um, Cody was pitching ideas to to Ray, and then Ray went to the office, slammed the door. Hey Vince, I want to work with Cody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certain 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 wrestlers know how to work with Vince, but uh, but man, like so so when when uh, Triple H and and Shawn Michaels were in charge of NXT, they had some of the best fucking matches. Like NXT for a while was. WWE's mm. best product, you know, and um, and then what? Then then uh, you know, Vince stepped away, and and Triple H and and HBK took over like all of creative, well, and the main roster started getting really good. Then Vince came back. Now Vince started interjecting his bullshit again, right? Mm -hmm. This is recently. Mm -hmm. So what? So the article I read says that uh, what Triple H and Shawn Michaels are doing now is as soon as they, they come up with they're they're booking long-term, like they're mm -hmm. smart bookers. You know what I mean? They're, they know how to draw out a storyline long-term and Vince mm -hmm. changes things like on a whim. Yeah. And so, so what the, what they're doing now is when they come up with a storyline that's long-term, they'll, they'll go to marketing and say, uh, make a promo for this and put it on raw tonight. Right. So as soon as uh, WWE announces that this is going to happen, this is scheduled for the future. Uh, Vince is less likely to change it once it's been announced to the public already. And so that's how that's the that's what how uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are keeping Vince from fucking everything up. Oh yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's genius. It works, but HBK is in charge of NXT right now. Oh, is oh, is he? He's in charge of NXT. I haven't yeah. watched NXT since. Uh, so, at, so at one point they were both in charge. I mean, it, it, Triple H was in charge, but HBK was like his right right hand man. Mm. And then uh, Vince decided to take over NXT. Yeah, because why the hell no? Right, and then and it became NXT 2.0, and it yeah. was fucking lame. And well, I quit it was watching built it around time. about. Uh, it was built around Brum Breaker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I quit I quit watching that shit. I, I quit uh, watching NXT. Uh but but once you know once Vince stepped away and, and Triple H uh was announced to be like head of creative, I was like, okay, I'm back in. Because I for a while I just stopped watching WWE altogether. AEW storylines were better, and then AEW storylines started getting trashed, and I just mm -hmm. stopped watching all wrestling mm -hmm. for, for a couple months. But so anyway, getting back to uh some money in the, so bank, the topic you, of today. So no, well, it's not no, wrestling, but, guys. To, to, to Money in the Bank, though, so you watched already. Well, I guess I can't spoil it for you, man. I guess I can't spoil no. it for you. And no. for you guys watching on YouTube, some tribal chief. for you guys watching on YouTube, let me tell you something about this hijo de puta. He, <laughs> he, spends, he spends all day tagging me in various wrestling memes or videos, and oftentimes they, can, they contain spoilers for pay-per-views I haven't watched yet. Because sometimes... Your Honor. I play sometimes, the fifth. Sometimes there's 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 uh you know there's pay-per-views that I'm like I'm going to wait until it you know until it comes out and then I will acquire it by other means. I'm talking about BitTorrent. Anyway, uh I, I acquire it by other means and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I didn't watch it live and this guy's already tagging me and stuff and then as soon as I open up like what he tags me and I'm like fuck there's a spoiler god damn it. So what what check check this out. Check this out, okay? Fun plans this weekend, man. I have some fun plans this weekend. Nurse Chick and I are going uh, motorcycle riding. 
Uh, we're going to catch up on WrestleMania and the last week of Raw and SmackDown since uh, we've been avoiding spoilers like... <laughs> I got this friend in the 3% Brotherhood. His name is Jose. And uh, he's more of an MMA fan than a wrestling fan, but he, he likes wrestling too. And I like both. He sends me actually. every goddamn wrestling meme out there. <laughs> He tags me at every goddamn wrestling <laughs> post. So I've been like, anytime I get a notification that he's sending me something or tagging me something, I'm just like, I'm avoiding it. Like the absolute plague. And Jose, if you're watching right now, F you, buddy. F, F you, you. Too, buddy. F you too, buddy. <laughs> F you too, buddy. I tell you right up from F you too, buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. that, I posted that. Uh, I, th I, I think I said that during a live stream near around uh, WrestleMania time. And oh, I, ta man. I tagged you in it. So yeah, like... I, I laughed my ass <laughs> off. I mean, it was really funny. I mean, most of the people I know, I share it on my social media, but most of the people I know don't speak English. So they, are, they didn't understand what happened. But to me, it was hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so proud. <laughs> this guy, he tells me uh, when I, I asked him to come back on the podcast, and he's like, I, you know, I'm pretty busy and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, you seem to have plenty of time to tag me in every fucking wrestling mean there is. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities. <laughs> so, so Jose, the last time I had you on was to talk about the Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. Fantastic book. I highly recommend it. And uh, you were the one that actually recommended it to me. And you're working on building a business right now, yeah. correct? Yeah. What does your business do? Uh, well, basically, I mean, here in Chile, we have a. Um, uh, Wait a second. Is business. someone stealing a car there? Welcome to Latin America, kids. Look at that. <laughs> do you hear that? Welcome to Latin America. <laughs> People are just stealing <laughs> shit out there. Okay. So you're uh, building a business right now. Is yeah. it the rent car thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we, we, <laughs> no, no, we, I, I basically sell courses. I mean, we have a model in here in Chile. It's called uh, Capacitaciones. Basically, it means like learning a trade. Okay. In which if you get a government certification, uh, a company, for example, wants to, once to once they're teach some skills to their workers, they can go to one of your those institutes. They have this government certification, and they can lower they, their taxes. For example, I sell a course uh, for I don't know five hundred bucks. Uh, the company pays, for example, uh, one hundred bucks. The government puts the other half, the the rest of the money, and then this company has their their employees with a certification you know for with with a skill with a trade and the government uh, i mean he this that company can lower their taxes mm, okay yeah so Her that's what i do basically sell courses to, to simplify and you said for 500 bucks uh well no no like uh i mean let's do, i don't want to do the the conversion but it's like 200 bucks more about or less. 200 bucks okay yeah yeah 200 bucks american okay all right yeah. i'm just curious about that i have a course too did you know mm -hmm. that of course yeah too. yeah yeah it's a practical law of attraction course really anyway can you explain <laughs> me please can you... <laughs> well yes i'm glad i'm glad that you asked um this is a please. mindset course uh this is a mindset course it teaches guys how to uh take a look at at their their um results in life Okay. And then we find that our actions create our results. 
and our actions are are created by our our thoughts, by our paradigm. And um, if you're not getting the results that you want in your life, you got to reverse engineer that and change your thoughts, change your paradigm. That will change your actions, which will change your results. And I teach people how to do that in my course. Really, really. <laughs> Yes, you got damn right. That's true. That's a fact. Anyway, that's it's not true. what we're talking it's about. It's true. It's damn true. It's damn true. <laughs> so let me ask you about your business. Uh, do, do you follow the sense model from uh, from MJ DeMarco, Millionaire Fast? Oh, um, I mean, right now I'm. I mean, for those who don't, for those who don't know, the sense model is control. And I forgot the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right here. It's it's, it's uh, control, control entry. Need, entry time need, and scale. time and scale thank you mr paul yes uh i mean right now i'm the only one i mean entry you the certification and the whole paperwork is it gets it needs money mm -hmm. but need well there is a need but right now the, the economical situation here in chile well in the whole in the whole western world is it's like it's like crap mm -hmm. and uh time well i'm still working trying to remove myself from the business it's a little hard you know because i'm just starting but let's see what happens man i mean right now i'm enjoying the ride the it's a roller coaster i mean some some months i'm losing money but i'm i'm really enjoying the ride man <laughs> yeah you know do you uh there's a guy in the space he goes by king dre do you, are you familiar with dre King Dreism or King Dre. uh, Captain Saver Bro podcast. Mm, he's a black guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I say black guy? Yes, you can. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I've seen a couple of videos of him. Okay. Yeah. One thing I I, I was watching a video of his, and he was talking about uh, when you're an entrepreneur and sort of doing the the hustle economy, which uh, you know a lot of us in the the men's space podcast space are. We're basically mm -hmm. you know you know selling courses and you know selling merch and like that's mm. how we we make money and uh he was saying like there's months where you do really great and then mm. there's months where like you're like oh shit i'm gonna be behind on rent and stuff mm. it's and but it's all a matter of uh when you have like like when you have feast or famine type type months like mm -hmm. you know you, you when you have like feast months you have to sock away for months that when you're not gonna you're gonna have a slow month you know and it's just mm. about you know, planning ahead better, but it, you can make it work and you have more freedom. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, I haven't seen that kind of video, but that's the kind of approach I have. I basically really, uh, like a really, I mean, I, I, my, my, my focus when I do something about money is austerity. Um, you know, I mean, I can have money, but with, with time, because in the past, you know, I used to have, I mean, I used to, it's a long story, but when I when I have money, I try to keep it safe as much as, as possible. Mm -hmm. So in times like, for example, you have famine, yeah, uh, use that kind of money that that save to say, okay, keep moving, keep moving, keeping the cash flow. Yeah, you know. So I I try I try to be as more as disciplined as I can be with the, with money because well, sometimes you have, sometimes you don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a struggle for a lot of people. I think that's what keeps a lot of people from trying to be entrepreneurs. You know, they just want that, that, that security mm. of a, a paycheck, but that, mm. that security 
is really it's disguised. It's really it's disguised slavery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a myth. I mean, I prefer freedom rather than security. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's really uh, the guys that are really successful in entrepreneurship, like they embrace it. You know, that's what I would say. So, so two things that are challenging for for me in the podcast space uh, when it comes to the sense models are the first two: control and entry, mm. right? Because control, I don't have control over the podcast platforms. You know, because I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on YouTube, mm. and it. Any given moment, they the the tech companies could all get together and, and pull an Andrew Tate on me and be like, "We don't like what Paul's saying." We could pull him off. So the the way I'm combating that is with my email list. You know, mm. I'm trying to get people on the email list so that way, if something like that major happens, you know, like it happened to Alex Jones, mm. you know, he he just he's just like he has a massive following anyway. Mm. He just moved everyone to his website and he controls mm. his website. You know. Mm. So that's how that's how I'm trying to overcome that is with my email list. And then as far as entry, it, there's zero barrier of entry for people yeah. starting a podcast. So so entry is is something that is is uh, hard to deal with. So what I'm trying to do is just provide a superior product and then mm. be more consistent than yes. most people out there. You know? I mean, yeah, you, you have been really consistent. You have the the episode, then you have a live, then you have other stuff going on. So, I mean, if you have the time to do it because you still have your, your job, right? Yeah, but see, you know what's, is, have you read Four Hour Workweek? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't finished, but I know you more know or the less what it's about. Yeah. yeah. So, so the funny thing is, I'm, I I read Four Hour Work Week, and a, a large part of the beginning of the book is how to convince your boss to work remotely from home. Mm -hmm. That way, you can work from home, and then you have more freedom, right? Mm -hmm. You can uh, because if you think about it, it, when you're when you're in an office. A large part of your day isn't real work. It's mm -hmm. it's it's busy bullshit because they yeah. have to justify you being there for eight hours. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of bullshit meetings that don't mm -hmm. need to happen. There's a lot of water cooler talk. There's a lot of like distractions. But when you really get down to it, like you probably only work like a couple hours a day, mm -hmm. like real work. Mm -hmm. So if you can get out of the office and go work from home, you can knock out the stuff that has to be done relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. And then you have a lot more time to work on shit you actually care about. So, <laughs> yes. So, yes but, but you have to be disciplined though. Oh, you have you to be, have very to disciplined. be disciplined yeah. because it's, it's really easier to procrastinate in your, in your, inside your home. It's easier to procrastinate. Yeah. So, sure. I live and die by my calendar. That's how I'm, I'm able to get stuff done. No, you can it's you can do it, but some yeah. people they can't. So yeah. I mean, you you have to if you want to do it, you have to be be really disciplined. If you don't have the discipline, go to the office, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, so I I have a lot of time during the day because I, I I look at my calendar and I go, okay, this is what I need to get done today for my day job. And I knock that out. I'm like, these are the meetings I have to attend. Mm -hmm. And then I have a I have a lot of time, man. I have a lot of time otherwise to, you know, go for a go for a run in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. I can go and do my DDP yoga. I, I'm doing DDP yoga right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I fucking love it. Um, I'm doing that. Amazing. I I I can, you know, edit uh, you know, a video clip 
you know, mm. from my, from my podcast episode and stuff like that. I have time, you know, I have time to do that kind of stuff. I can, I, I, I try not to book too many podcast interviews in the middle of the day. Cause you know, people still need to be able to contact me during the middle mm. of the day. And as long as I'm available for, you know, for uh, instant messenger or emails, mm. like they don't really care what I'm doing, you know? Uh, so I, I still try to book, you know, mm. podcast interviews in the evenings and stuff like that outside yeah, of work. Besides but... you, you have to watch the mess, the wrestling memes that I taught you. Right, right. I have, yeah, I have all yeah. day to do that. Yeah, I have all yeah, day. you have to do it. I mean, so... it's, it's, it's in the constitution. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, so Jose, so, so changing topics here, but um, but speaking of books, right? So we're talking about uh, Millionaire Fast Lane. You're a three percent brother. Are you still periodically reading How to Be a Three Percent Man? Oh man, I mean, I was like in eleventh time, and I'm, I'm, I haven't listened it because I have it on my phone, uh -huh. but I haven't listened to it. Every once in a while, I get back to Corey's videos. I mean, recently he had, I mean, oh man, Corey, if you're watching this, please he stop your ten, it. ten minutes in, in, introduction, please, because he started like making the whole video, the whole twenty-minute video. This is my rant. <laughs> it's okay. 10, 10 minutes uh, introduction of whatever bullshit is going on with politics or whatever. And then the topic of the video. Mm. <laughs> but sometimes he, he has avoided that. Sometimes he has shorter videos with no introduction, just straight to the email. Yeah. But I mean, every once in a while, I, I watch, uh, well, your videos help a lot. Uh, and there is actually a small we could say red pill community is starting the Spanish language community in the Spanish language uh, space on TikTok. Uh, some people still on the red pill rage stage. So, yeah. I mean, recently there is a, a period of discussion about the world because people say that, you, you know, we both know and you that are listening to this podcast know what is the world is that when women <clears throat> uh they start to get a certain age they realize they are not as attractive as their younger self that's mm -hmm. how you define it yes it's, it's it's just it's uh it starts up here it's a, it's a yeah, mental state it's, it's once they once they space. once they they realize it and they start mm -hmm. like all of a sudden it hits them like a yeah. wall like but it's wall. not necessarily that they're unattractive, you know, because yes. there's, there's there's women that are still attractive in their mm -hmm. 40s and 50s that I think they, they, they just realize, though, that they can't compete with the younger women. And, oh, of course. And, it, 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 and that's we all agree. That's a sensible approach. Doesn't mean they're unattractive. Doesn't mean nobody wants them. It's just they're not as attractive as their younger self, mm -hmm. you know. And some people, they started saying like, and this is funny, ah, but if you were a bad woman during your 20s, when you get you hit 30, you're not going to be attractive. That, what? That's not that's not necessarily uh, true. Yeah, that's not that's necessarily true. Yeah. Oh man, and there is a discussion. I mean, uh, so I try to get the positive. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do an, an introspection. I try to see myself. You know, uh, so I try to get the positive of this method i try to and avoid and clean up the negative i still have this uh i think uh, when robert glover the mm -hmm. dr robert robert glover appeared on your podcast he said that let go of superficial beauty yeah and still 
I still I have this tattoo on my on my forehead, you know, get yeah. let go of superficial beauty. Because you have to realize that how the woman you have in front of you have, it, is treating you, you know. Is, is she displaying high attraction? Is she displaying low attraction? Is, is she playing games? Is she, you know? Um, so it's up to you to let go of uh, good people and bad people, you know. Let go of uh, people who are worth your time and people who are not worth your time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, that's a struggle for some guys. Uh, in fact, I have an upcoming I have an upcoming uh, recording scheduled uh, with a uh, you know you know three percent brother Ryan. Uh, you know the tattoo Ryan artist. Gutman. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, I'm gonna have him on the podcast here pretty soon. He was supposed to record with me tomorrow at the time of this recording, <clears throat> but in the, we we're gonna talk about how like he's he's so tired of these like you know really hot girls flaking and how flaky women are. Then that motherfucker flakes on me. Can you believe that guy? He flakes on me and says, oh, I can't do it. I forgot I have X, Y, and Z going on. Can we push this back? And I go, are you flaking on me, you son of a bitch? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I guess it's rubbing off on me. But yeah, so, uh, but we're going to talk about that. And and one of the things that I plan on bringing up is basically what, what I learned from Dr. Glover, you know, and essentially it comes down to this, a seven right? A a, a seven on the beauty scale with high interest is way better than a 10 with low or mediocre interest any day of the week. She will treat you like an absolute fucking king, you know? And, and, and when you realize that the, the superficial beauty is, um, it, it, for one, that's fleeting, you know, that Mm. will, that will go away. In, in a couple of years, she's only got so much time with that, that mm-hmm. beauty. And, uh, but a woman with like really good, uh, good heart that is good, super interested good values, with you. Good good values, yeah. They'll, they'll treat you well is it's, that's going to last a lot longer, mm-hmm. you know, but like bitchy and, and, uh, you know, an attitude of just disagreeableness that mm-hmm. lasts forever, man. And you know what I what I what one thing too I will say is that there are women out there that are fucking hot that weren't always fucking hot, right? They mm. might have been. Uh, th- my ex wife was like this for, for mm. one, right? My ex wife in high school and in middle school was an absolute fucking nerd, right? If you see old pictures of her, she had these like thick bottle cap glasses and stuff. But when mm. I met her, she was an she was a, a perfect ten. She was a she was a knockout, you know. Beautiful. But she was humble because of her experience as an ugly duckling you know and mm. um and, and and nurse chick is i, I i'm gonna be, be honest nurse chick was the same way nurse chick uh you know she's been on her own journey but now she's a fitness competitor yes she's I, hot I've, and she I've seen the pictures she is never she she I, i've never had a woman treat me as good as nurse chick beautiful in my life. i mean yeah i i like when you post uh your date updates with nurse chick i mean mm-hmm. It inspires me because I remember all most of the red pill coaches or influencers or whatever they say, "Don't they women with tattoos?" Well, nurse yeah. chick has a full sleeve. She does, how yeah. Does she, tell me, tell me, Paul, how does she treat you? She treats me great. Yeah, I, in yeah. Fact, yeah. Yesterday, yesterday on Twitter, some douche nozzle saw. I, I posted a picture because she and I went to a baseball game on Friday, and we posted. I posted a picture of that and. Uh, and she has her full sleeve tattoos, right? 
she was also wearing this like this cleavage shirt that was fucking <laughs> you know and, and normally when we go out in public she if she has the cleavage shirt she's got a special like undergarment that she wears that sort of uh makes it a little more appropriate out in public okay. so, so she's not just giving everything away uh out, out of respect for me she does okay and, she but does, she doesn't give away the goodies but but she she brought that shirt and she forgot that undergarment and she's like i'm so sorry but i you know is this okay is this acceptable i'll change and i was like no 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 let's show that off right <laughs> so we went out to the ball game and i dressed like i dressed like this like i normally do and she's dressed like all hot and tight and cleavage and stuff like that we went out to the ball game and you know who we ran into there Ooh. uh my uh, 3% brother, Matt from Montrose, the guy I go and have beers with occasionally, mm -hmm. he was there with, with his girl, uh, Cute Tires. He calls her Cute Tires. And so I actually got to meet Cute Tires. He got to meet Nurse Chick. And uh, it was, it was, it was it a, yeah, it was a fun thing. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up uh, and we ended up see, sitting in the same section, too, which was cool. But I posted a picture of it on, on Twitter and this fucking douchebag on twitter goes oh she's got tattoos alpha widow confirmed oh man and i said and so i just replied to that and i go well if she wasn't before she is now bro <laughs> 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 like, but but people get so in their head yes. with the tattoos thing and i think um and not to shit on any of these guys but like Rich Cooper in his book, he's got a list of 20 red flags. He's got tattoos listed mm. as red flags. I think people like coach Greg Adams uh, have a problem with tattoos. And, and, and in a lot of, it's just like, man, yeah, there are women that have tattoos and piercings and they have daddy mm. issues that there's no dispute about that. But uh, there's also women that have tattoos just because they like tattoos and mm. they have, great personalities wait, and stuff and wait, you'll wait. never know if you don't fucking talk to them yes you know? you'll, ne you'll never know but you're telling me that your your woman your your girlfriend she's not a feminist no she's the you furthest are telling thing from me a that? feminist she's you're the telling furthest me thing there from... are women who have tattoos that are not feminists yeah yeah isn't that isn't that crazy <laughs> my mind is exploding right now yeah, no, Nurse Chick, honestly, she's probably uh, the most traditionally minded woman of all time. She uh, she defers to my leadership. She uh, when we're at restaurants, um, I'll, I'll order first a lot of times and she, she just will have what I'm having. She just she won't even look at the menu. She's just like, whatever he's having, you know, yeah. she can't do that right now because she's uh, on a very strict diet because she's getting ready for her first competition oh, of the man. year. So she's on this like, dude, bodybuilding is nuts, man. Like they, yes. they have these like crash, uh, they have this like bulk and cut mm. like cycles and she's mm. on like her, her cut cycle, her major cut cycle before the competition. They, she, she might be eating no carbs. Absolutely. Just no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All she's eating right now is like egg whites, uh, mm. like chicken and mm. maybe, maybe some like asparagus. Right. Oh. Like, that's, like, that's it. That's it. You know, and otherwise, like, you know, she, we're on, we're, she and I are both on keto as it is. So we don't mm -hmm. eat a lot of carbs anyway, but like, that's it. And then her calorie count is really low. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, she is, she's looking really fucking good now. Her ass. No, of course, but, but yeah. she feels like shit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> by the time the competition hits, it's it's uh, like because I went to one with her last year. I actually went mm -hmm. to uh, two of her competitions last year. You and uh, pictures. Yeah, I went to the one in 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 Arizona, and that was uh, that was a really cool one because mm -hmm. she uh, she man, she was on this like at the very end there. She she's just eating these like fish flakes. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the day, the day before and the day of the competition, she's got to eat dry oatmeal. Yes. Because it, it like absorbs the moisture no. out of your body. I, and stuff. I think she could even take a bath. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And then, oh. and then, um, yeah. And then they spray tanned her down. Mm -hmm. And so she was, she looked like a Jamaican chick. That was awesome. That was kind of hot. <laughs> Jamaican me horny. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then after the competition, um, yeah, get get in frame, man. This is all gonna be on uh, TikTok. Okay. So like in frame. Uh, See my so, pretty face, guys. Yeah. So after after yeah. the after the competition, uh, I emailed a, a pro wrestler. There's a, a pro wrestler in in uh, out of Arizona. He goes by Navajo Warrior. Oh, Navajo, I think you interviewed him. Yeah, well, yeah. Once. Yeah, Navajo Warrior. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's also he's also the the head of something for WWE 2K Games, and. So I, so I interviewed him and so he and I, you know, talk every once in a while and I, I messaged him. I'm like, Hey man, I'm down in Phoenix. Like what's to do here? And he's like, Oh, go to this restaurant. You want to go to this place? Like he just like gave me all these recommendations. It was really cool. It's like, thank you. Navajo warrior. <laughs> for, <laughs> shout out to Navajo warrior for, and shout uh, out as well to his, the his real name is, is Steve Iceless. He's a, he's a really cool dude. He's a really cool dude. Shout out um, to, to the Chilean Sebas. I don't know if you saw uh, once in a row, they appear a wrestler called Roy Flash Gordon uh, because they made a World Cup uh, Battle Royale. Uh -huh. It was really weird segment. It wasn't, I think it was in 2018. And this guy was wearing a, a, a band that says Chile. He was presented as the Chilean Sebas. <laughs> Even though here in Chile we don't have many black guys, he's black, by the way. Okay. I mean, this guy here in Chile exploded, man, exploded. And I and I I reached out to him uh, via social media, via Instagram, and he was such a nice guy, man. I think yeah. he was interviewed by Chilean media, wrestling media here in Chile. Was he really? Okay, yeah, yeah. A lot of these pro wrestlers are are pretty cool. They're pretty cool mm. guys. There's no, a man. There's a guy, he's in New Japan right now. His name is Royce Isaacs. And mm -hmm. Royce Isaacs is a part of Team Filthy in, in New Japan. Well, Royce Isaacs is from Denver. Mm -hmm. And he went to Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling School out here in Golden. And mm -hmm. uh, I my, I took my kids out there for the first ever live pro wrestling event. We went out there and we got to meet Royce Isaacs. He, uh, he And I got a picture of him like holding up my son, right? He's holding up my son. My daughter's mm -hmm. in the picture and stuff. And they're like, they're just having a blast. And Man. ever since then, I've just I, like I've been following him for for a long time now. He was in NWA for a while, and now mm -hmm. he's in New Japan. And most recently, because New Japan's got a deal with AEW, he was on AEW, and I was like, "Wow, Forbidden Door." This this is yeah, because he was for, there for Forbidden Door, and I was like, yeah. "This is amazing, dude!" Like I'm so I proud bet, of that dude. I, yeah, I bet that guy has a, at least one five star match by Metzer. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> and and, uh, and Royce, uh, you know, I. Man, it was it. So, so when I met him at at Rocky Mountain Pro, I I I, I DM'd him on on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, man, I I appreciate you so much." Like he, my son wanted to, or my daughter wanted to autograph from from one of the the wrestlers that was in the back, mm -hmm. and I was like, 
I was like, is there any way that you can send someone to the back to get this wrestler to come out to autograph my daughter's thing? And he's like, I don't know, man. Like they're real busy back there. And I was like, I, I would really appreciate it. He's like, yeah, hold on a second. And so he talked to somebody, they ran in the back and they, they got this guy to come out to autograph my daughter's stuff. Oh, and so man, I, so amazing. I, so I, so I DM'd Royce on, on, uh, on Instagram. I said, dude, you're such a stand up guy. And I ran out of cash to buy your merch, but is there any way I could order a shirt from you? And he's like, yeah, dude, like here, just, you know, send me it on PayPal and, uh, and I'll, and I'll ship it to you and stuff. And so I, so I sent it to him and uh, he was just like super cool, you know? And, and since then, like, you know, some of these pro wrestlers I met at, at, at independent shows, like they still remember my, my kids from mm -hmm. years ago. There's a chick named marty daniels out of utah she's like mm -hmm. if i comment on her picture she's like she's like oh tell your son Braden." i said hi and stuff and i'm like <laughs> that was like eight years ago how does she yes. remember that you know so yeah there some of these guys are are, are pretty cool awesome uh, man. getting back on track here the yes. the first time you were on the podcast i believe it was during the covid lockdowns I know that period of time was was particularly hard for you. You know, locked lockdowns were pretty strict in Chile. Oh um, well, yeah. Yes. Well, actually, uh, I mean, uh, spoiler alert: twenty twenty three, the government still hasn't. I mean, to officially, Chile is still under a state of emergency. There are no measure, no official measures, but still is in state of emergency. 2023 why i have no idea yeah for the, but the it's, communists. It's, for, it's for it's for for covid though okay yeah yeah i guess but but yeah, the sure. the lockdowns though i mean you had to deal with a lot of isolation and that was pretty difficult for you mentally right uh it's funny you ask uh recently well uh since 2022 measures started to relax and then they lifted all the measures even though, well, as I told you, officially we are still in the state of emergency, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and um, so I, I, well, you saw, you saw the pictures. We started training. We just focus on that because let's let's see what happens, man. Uh, then I I started training at a French gym downtown. Yeah. Uh, between all of the friends of different different gyms. We like colloquially, like between us, we say, hey, let's have a competition, a powerlifting competition, because why the hell no, right? Right. And um, so it used to be annually. I don't know if this year is going to, we are going to do it. So it was kind of funny because the guy organizing it was my friend. Well, he's my friend. Shout out to him. And he said, let's do a professional competition. So he hired, no joke, uh, a woman who professionally competes as powerlifter. She was the judge. He used to she tell us, okay, this is the way we count the repetition as valid. With this way, it's invalid, you know. When when one month we started practicing, you know, the, the whole shebang, you know. <laughs> yeah. Started mm -hmm. practicing. And to me, I mean, in the, I realized that, well, during COVID, I mean, I got used to not, not uh, having too many people around. I realized as well that, um, that I'm not like a people person. I'm like Brock Lesnar. 
you know, Brock Lesnar voluntarily moved to Saskatchewan, you know, because he, he didn't want to be surrounded by people. I think in more, more or less I'm the same because in this gym that I'm training right now, they are really social. So, for mm -hmm. example, imagine that when, as soon as the competition ended, the owner of the gym, my friend, he was, it was his birthday. Mm -hmm. So, the whole gym organized him a surprise birthday on Sunday. <laughs> I, think, I think it was a Sunday. Uh, surprise, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, and then after that there, there was a couple of, of birthdays as well you know people celebrating their, their and i was invited but i got used to having the saturdays only for me so it was like uh i mean during those parties i had an amazing time mm -hmm. <laughs> but after that i mean i was like uh really tired <laughs> the yeah. next day but it was really interesting because i i told you uh, off, off the record, but I told you right now as well. I started meditating all, every day, every single fucking day. Can I swear, by the way? Oh yeah, yeah, we're way, we're way into this, man. I usually try okay. not to say anything bad the first eight minutes of a show because YouTube will demonetize the show. But, uh, but we're good now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So every day I started meditating. Uh, I don't get too con oh will, will this meditation will work? I mean, you can find whatever meditation on YouTube for free, guided meditation, and it works like a charm because for my whole life, I mean, when I was five, I was diagnosed. I'm gonna come come clean here, come clean. I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was five. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a funny story. Uh, in the maybe other time, my, my mom could tell you. <laughs> uh, when I was diagnosed, so by I never got a, got treatment. When because remember it was the nineties, nineties. I mean here in uh, in Latin America, no one gave a fuck, you know. And even the docs, the doctor told my mother to take some pills. My mother said fuck you to the doctor, and I never got treated. So I recently uh, started, as I told you, meditation. I started taking modafinil, and it was is that is that is that ADHD medication? Uh, I was well. I was uh, googling. Yeah, uh, they tell they gave you Ritalin and modafinil. Modafinil is a, is a drug that was used in in Silicon Valley to yeah. get focus. Oh, okay. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, oh man, what's that? What's that? The medication movie? limitless? No, 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 no. There's, there's, um, there's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of the the medication that people take. Uh, you know, like, like a lot of college people like abuse this, but it's ADHD medicine that that helps you hyper focus. Oh, I can't think of it right now, but Adderall. anyway, yeah. Adderall. Adderall. Yeah. yeah. Is it like yeah. Adderall? No. Okay. Uh. Well, I I take one quarter of a pill. Because it was too, so, uh, the first the first time it took half. I mean, I felt like, you know, really mm -hmm. accelerated, really like ah. But when I started with a quarter, and then another quarter after training, and man, I it was like a charm, man. I mean, to me, felt like a superpower because felt like. I could be present 
you know i've i've had it in the past you know it's not when with hd adhd some people may say it doesn't exist okay you believe i don't care freedom of speech freedom of expression whatever so i felt like everything was important at the same time mm. and with uh, this medication and meditation um uh, you could focus on one thing at a time you know but and with with that i mean i've been like okay advancing thing i be i could i could get focused because i i used to procrastinate a lot and for example start a thing and then abandon it at the halfway abandoning it mm-hmm. right now no i mean i'm i'm really like really consistent on the things i'm doing so in in that way i mean i'm a work in progress right now yeah so mm-hmm. we all for, are we all are yeah <laughs> i mean as, li- as long as you get in the work because i mean you have seen a lot of guys you know in, maybe in your comment section that want to do want to wonder assault but they don't want to put in the work i know? see that honestly i the, the the most i see that is in uh the three percent brotherhood the former three percent man group um and i see that in my patreon really right yeah patreon's especially bad for this uh and so are so are uh so is like with my law of attraction course you know i'm assuming i don't ha- so i use gumroad for my for my course and i can't get analytics on this but i've talked to uh mld john mld talked to mld about this and i've talked to aaron clary about this mm-hmm. a lot of people will buy courses like that because just the sheer act of buying the course makes them feel like they did something but they mm-hmm. won't take the course Right. They won't actually uh, watch the course. And then those that do watch the course, there's only like a very, like maybe 2% of people actually take action on what's taught to them in the course. Right. Mm. Most people, they'll buy a book and put it on their shelf and just feel good about themselves for having mm. bought the book, you know? And, uh, and that's where, I, that's what I see. You know, a lot of people just want to, uh, they want a quick fix. They want a magic pill that'll mm. make them, um, they'll solve all their problems. They'll hire me as a coach expecting, just the fact that they have a coach now that they're going to magically get dates. It's like, motherfucker, you still have to go out there and talk to chicks. You know, I, like I, I'm not the one talking to the chicks. Yes. For you. I, I remember Benny was talking about it, about, yeah. about one potential client he had. Shout out to Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Benny's uh, doing breakup coaching now. He's not doing date coaching anymore. No. Well, but you know what I, yeah. in for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> and he's fucking so, killing it uh, in fact, at the time of this interview benny's interview will drop probably the week before this i just interviewed him again about his uh his breakup coaching mm-hmm. benny is he's quit his job he's doing this yes, full time now and I'm he's got happy for him oh i love it uh, uh, yeah and he's got two coaches under him he's got like a a, a sales booker and he's got oh, like a like amazing. he's fucking making money hand over amazing over I, I, rem- yeah. I remember i was talking to benny i think it was last year because he wanted me to to run ads for him to get into the group to the the group he had so i told him man why don't you use tiktok mm-hmm. because i had a i had a friend of mine here in the, well he used to live he moved out of the city mm-hmm. my friend is ripped as fuck you know his body is ripped i was training with him shout out to him prophet Juaco. yeah 
and he started posting his video on, on YouTube because he's he's really I mean he's really funny the way he's he explains things. Yeah. And man, his account exploded, man. Exploded. I mean, it was like one week, like he had a 50, 50k followers. And I told Benny, Benny, you should share your videos on TikTok because, well, Benny, he speaks really well, you know? Yeah. He has a good tonality. He's a great storyteller. So, and then he started posting, you know? I told him at least three, two times a day, take care. I mean, he's, he started killing it there, man. He's, so, uh, yeah, we talk about that in the interview, but he, um, he hired some coaches to help him get better on TikTok. And then he also hired a business coach to help him with his business. Mm. And, uh, and so, yeah, so all of that together, I mean, he's got over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok now yeah, and his business is just blown up. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's for real. Like he's, yeah. He's the, he's he, he told, he posted recently that he abandoned the rat race. So, I mean, oh man, I couldn't be happier, man. Couldn't yeah. be happier, man. Oh, same, same. Yeah. What was the yeah. question? <laughs> oh, the question was, uh, we're basically talking about how you, uh, you were trying to unfuck yourself with uh, meditation oh, and you had, you were on mode for a while. Yeah. Yes. And you were, then you were talking about ADHD and this just proves that you have ADHD and it's for real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and that's why I came up, I came across with uh, one concept. I mean, I started uh, practicing stoicism. Actually, a friend of mine gave me this book, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Oh. Yeah, it's on my list. You know? It's on my reading list. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing book. I mean, I haven't finished it yet. I mean, right now you can see it's in Spanish. So buy it, guys. Uh, not sponsored. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it was a journey for me because I, I mean, I realized myself that I was attracting, attracting in the sense of women uh bimbos that's what i like bimbos about are fun. bimbos are fun yeah not for <laughs> me not for me uh-huh because i mean you may see and people people may, may really get surprised that that oh i might be good looking because might be i mean you're a uh, sexy bastard yeah 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 <laughs> i got distracted man <laughs> you're a, you're anyways a sexy bitch. you're a sexy bitch yeah of course i am <laughs> so but by the way i but i speak english spanish my mother tongue uh, i speak plenty uh, other languages like french or portuguese a little bit uh i always try to learn i always try to improve myself so i'm i'm a, a i try to get my, a mental stimulation you know and some <laughs> bimbos can be attractive. I mean, nothing against them. They're mm -hmm. just not for me. Yeah. So I'm preferring more smart women, you know, mm -hmm. uh, women who might not have a degree, might not be studying, but they have a, like, for example, they have wit. Yeah. When I, when I tease them, this, they respond me uh, with the, in a witty way, you know? Yeah. So, so for example, I was, dating a chick because well uh, and another thing i realized is that as soon as i turn 30 women look at you differently mm. you tell them i'm 30 they look at you differently in a good way in a positive way mm -hmm. this is no joke uh so i started dating one chick 
she was a little she wasn't that younger than me like two or three years and she started telling me she told me she told me oh you're my sugar my sugar daddy mm -hmm. <laughs> because i'm older and i told her but i'm going i'm not going to pay you yeah and then she started and then she started crying because whatever you know so i mean that told that told me that i mean she's entitled i mean she, she is her emotions you know mm -hmm. but to me i don't like really insecure women in that in that area you know mm -hmm. i was so to me it was like i mean i'm tell me you know as the coach Cody Wayne told tells us that you must open her up you know talk to me talk to me please yeah this 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 and this don't leave anything this, out this. you know yeah 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 it's really bothering you yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> but to me it was like mm, I felt like mm, you know and uh, then another day I had last year I was I mean that woman she was even younger like six five or six years she was smoking hot man smoking hot her body man and uh we were chatting you know and i could realize that her self-esteem was non-existent i mean you can tell a woman have low self-esteem is insecure but in this case self-esteem was not existent you know and i mean i i, I saw in her uh, an altered view of reality and then i said okay i'm done with with this i'm done with uh, this kind of women you know bimbos you know women who only have uh, looks but they don't have brain they don't have a uh, personality you know and i look at myself because the only common factor of all of these women is me you know mm -hmm. yep so i had to i had to look at myself why am i attracting this kind of women you know why i i let this kind of women enter my life you know why i don't bet properly properly did you ever make your list your uh your core yeah list? yeah but i mean i think it's going to be a little hard to find this the kind of woman i want because well I, uh, first things first i don't i'm a teetotaler i don't drink i don't smoke i don't do drugs my only drug is coffee and mate mm -hmm um so it's kind of are you are you straight edge are you straight edge like CMT? no i mean i don't listen to the music uh, <laughs> straight edge like yes. CM punk. yeah i'm better uh, than you <laughs> no i mean if people want to drink just drink whatever but I don't, what i don't like is um uh cigarettes and weed you know and it's really hard to, right now to find a woman who does not uh smoke because here oh it's in chile in, like it's pretty smoking is pretty prevalent there still yeah with especially with it's really prevalent really oh, especially weed, yeah. in, this, in my city the city i live is in the border with peru so here is like the capital basically of uh of uh, traffic you know of uh smuggling yeah here every day until recently enter every day venezuelan venezuelans were entering 
you know, like they were, it was a, their home, you know, everyone yeah. in the lockdowns, but they were entered like, like a charm, you know, yeah, come to Chile. Mm. The government will give you everything, right? Okay. Uh, but, so, it, I mean, but let's see what happens, man. I mean, right now I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the, the, this is a, as I told you before, this is a, like a roller coaster. I mean, in yeah. the gym. Uh, the, I mean, I'm enjoying the time in the gym, you know, selling courses, you know, and uh, my life is really different right now because, well, the coach says that you must date in the evening, but in my case, it's not going to be like that because, well, my dog is diabetic. Mm -hmm. She has diabetes. She's old right now. So when it's... 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. I have to inject her, inject her insulin. Yeah. So I mean, my and and I have to check the blood, her blood sugar every once in a while. You know, if it's between the the range, you know, yeah, set range. But so, for example, I cannot have dates in the evening, and dates that I'm that I have might be like six o'clock, maybe. And I have to cut them short, you know. That's it good, though. Easy. You know, Doctor Glover teaches that in uh, in uh, dating essentials for men that you really should have like keep first dates as a as a uh, chemistry test anyway, mm. you know, and then have a time constraint. Be be the one to end the date soon because of, hey, I got to get going because it mm. leaves them wanting more anyway, you know. So mm. that, you know that's good. It's actually good. Oh, I mean, for example, I mean. I shouldn't, but some women, I explain them, hey, I have to be, I have to, we have to meet up this early because my dog is diabetic, you know. Some women, they say, oh, but we, I want to have fun, you know, this, that, or the other, but take care. Yeah. Wish you the best. Yeah. This yeah. is your life. They're joining, they're joining your life, not the other way around. Mm. So. It is what it is, man. But to me, it's like, I mean, as I told you, I had to... Look at myself, because mm -hmm. it's easy to, for me and for all the men who are listening to this, it's easy for me and for men to criticize women, you know, because they're, they're not responsible or whatever, you know. But what about you? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I've heard in the Latin American communities of uh, men, crazy stories about women they are dating. And in my mind, it's like, First, how come, why do you let her do you this, you know? Yeah. Why? Why do you let yourself, how, how little self-respect for you you have? Come yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah that, I think it's a worldwide problem, though. You know, like guys mm. are just like, they're, they allow themselves mm. to fall into servitude of women just because they yes. think that's how, that's how they're going to get laid. And, the, and that's the... Um, uh, that's the uh, mass. Th that's the emasculation paradox. Mm, that's a, a short term solution. It is. Yeah. It, it, it might get you be, laid uh, in the short term, but in the long term, they're going to lose attraction for you if you do mm, that because you're not being a man. Mm, true. Hey, uh, we're at an hour here. Let me. I got. I got two questions for you. One: yes. Are you still doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or you did, oh, did you give up a, that and, and go into to powerlifting? Uh, it's been a while. And okay. I haven't trained. Uh, but I want to go back, but I have to, 
uh, I had to get a shit, uh, my shit together in some areas, you know, because well, as a startup a business, sometimes you make money, sometimes you don't make money. Right, right. You know, um, so let's make some changes in my life here and there, you know, make take care, of course, of my dog. But I want to go come back. I mean, my, my body is asking for violence, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you better get back into it. Because if you want a fucking shot at this title, <laughs> if you want a shot at this fucking title, you're going to be, you better fucking train, okay? <laughs> so. Jose, Jose, it's been fun catching up with you, Kibron. Where where uh, can people find you online? Oh, man, well, here is my name. Jose Sfer is, is J-O-S-E-S-F-E-I-R. For people who speak Spanish, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm more, more active on there. And uh, I have a podcast. It's called 1% Mejor. For those who speak Spanish, it means 1% uh, better. It's been a while. I haven't posted. But you can follow my journey. Uh, I wake up almost every day at 5 a.m. o'clock uh, just to hit the gym at 6.30. And... Uh, Actually, in the gym, I'm I'm like the undertaker, the hardest work, the hardest worker because people look up to me. <laughs> a funny, a, a friend of mine tells me that oh, he has a situation because well, with his business, he said, "What would Jose do?" I mean, to yeah. me, it's really humbling. H Jose's a, the locker room leader. Apparently, I'm yeah. the I'm the judge, the jury, and executioner. <laughs> hey, how, how much uh how much do you deadlift nowadays uh my record in one repetition is yeah. uh 440 deadlift 440 wow yeah 200 kilograms you, if you guys like saw jose just like a just a standard picture of jose you uh wouldn't necessarily think that he's deadlifting 440 pounds i'm five foot five guys but he's got he uh, and this is no fucking joke if you go on like you're, you have it on tiktok yeah, yes. he's got these deadlift videos on TikTok, and he'll he'll uh, occasionally tag me and I'm in, or whatever. And I'm just like, holy fuck, Jose, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm strong as fuck, man. And I think this is one of the, the beneficials of uh, short people that we can get. <laughs> you're lower no, to the ground, no so you don't have to it's lift just... it as high. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when, when you're shorter, and this is no joke. Yeah, when you're shorter, uh, you can. Uh, it's it's most more likely that you can get stronger. Mm. Not leaner, but stronger, you know. I, I for example, my I bench 240, one rep. Okay. And uh, squat, uh, I have to do the calculations, maybe 380, maybe, you know. And this, is, this is on pounds. I use kilograms here. But back mm -hmm. to the point, you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok, Jose Sfer, you know, J-O-S-E-S-F-E-I-R. Of course, they know me as the tribal chief. Acknowledge me. The tribal, the tribal chief of spoilers. <laughs> That's right. Jose, thank you so much, man. I, uh, I'll link to uh, your social media in the description. Jose, thanks again for joining me, man. You know you're welcome back anytime. It was good catching up with you. I think this is, is this the third time you've been on the podcast? I think it's the third time. Yeah, it's the third time because the second time you're on, we talked about MJ DeMarco's book. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, good time. It's always good to catch up with you, man. You're a funny guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like I like my my wrestling uh, my wrestling friends. You know, like they get me. They get me. You guys get me. All right, guys. That's pretty much all I have for this episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. 
Sound off in the comments, your favorite emoji. Doesn't really matter. Get on, uh, uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your PDF with 20 free dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture her attention to the first seven words. And also I'll send you some free stickers as well. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And finally, get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. Tier one has a free trial available too. So next month at the happy hour hangout, the next happy hour hangout, if you just want to see what it's like, join the Patreon, free trial, show up. If you don't like it, cancel, no problem, right? If you like it, stay involved, right? It's only 10 bucks. It's only 10 bucks and it's a, it's a great outlet for, for our mental health. So check that out. Otherwise, I will see you Wednesday for the live stream. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.